Now I want to give you seven ways the light of the gospel frees us up to serve and bless the Lord. Amen? Hi, welcome to Light Words with Pastor Scott Huffman from Lighthouse Church Ministries. Today, Sunday's broadcast is about the gospel of light. I don't know about you, but when I think of lights, I think of Christmas and this special joyous time of the year. There are so many amazing verses in the Bible about light. We are the light of the world. We are to shine bright for Jesus. Let's dive right into the message. What is light? <laughs> Have you ever thought about what light is? <laughs> First light is known as dawn or sunrise. We used to witness the most beautiful sunsets when we lived in Long Beach. Our house mm-hmm. faced over the water and uh, we'd see these beautiful sunrises come and uh, as the light appeared over the water and the colors of pink, orange, and red covered the horizon, it was beautiful. Amen? And I remember we could see Saddleback yeah. Mountain. Now we're a lot closer to Saddleback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Mount of God, I call it. Mm-hmm. Praise God. In the Hebrew language, the word for light is or. It means illumination or radiance. Did you know light is used over 235 times in the Bible? Wow. Light also can refer to happiness and feelings of delight. When God created the world in six days, he spoke the world into existence. And uh, the first thing he said, let there be light, and there was light. And the Bible says darkness was on the face of the deep, and God said, let there be light. Light is the energy of God setting everything in motion. It is an electromagnetic force and the energizing of the physical cosmos. Isn't that interesting? And when God spoke the light into existence, This was before he created the sun and the moon. So uh, we kind of think of light coming from the sun, right? But there's the existence of light apart from the sun. Isn't that interesting? At the birth of Jesus, light appeared. Actually, the glory of God appeared to the shepherds watching their fields by night, bringing good tidings of great joy. The light of God entered the world through the Son of God. Hallelujah. Jesus himself said he was the light of the world. We're now entering the Christmas season, celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Probably my favorite time of the year. We just came off Thanksgiving. That was a wonderful time to give thanks. And now we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Amen. He is the reason for the season. It is also the time when Jewish people celebrate Hanukkah. I remember as a kid, uh, I knew some kids that were Jewish and uh, they were celebrating Hanukkah. And um, I knew they got like eight presents because they celebrated it for eight days. So one present or maybe more. <laughs> and uh, they had a pretty good thing going there. On Christmas, we only have one day and they've got eight days. Uh, but anyway, it is known as the Festival of Lights. And I really didn't uh, know too much of the history of it. And then I did some research. And uh, Hanukkah is in remembrance of how God delivered the Jews from their oppressors. Hanukkah commemorates the recovery of Jerusalem and the subsequent rededication of the second temple, uh, Zerubbabel's temple, at the beginning of the Maccabean revolt against the Seleucid Empire in the second century BC. A menorah is lit for eight days. There's nine candles in a menorah, four on one side, four on the other, and one right in the middle. In the second century BC, the Holy Land was ruled by the Seleucids. They were Syrians and Greeks. And they tried to force the people of God or the people of Israel to accept Greek culture and beliefs instead of their mitzvah, observance of the law and belief in God. You know, it's funny because some people try to enforce 
uh, religious restrictions on on people, mm-hmm. and uh, keep the, keeping them from really truly worshiping the Lord in true freedom. And so, uh, against all odds, a small band of faithful but poorly armed Jews, led by Judah, remember Jesus is the tribe of, from mm-hmm. the tribe of Judah, the Maccabee defeated one of the mightiest armies on earth and drove the Greeks from the land and reclaimed the holy temple in Jerusalem. Isn't that amazing? And rededicated it to the service of God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And that was the hand of God working. Remember the Six-Day War that occurred in yeah. 1967 and God delivered the Jews and the war was over in six days and they reclaimed the city of Jerusalem. Praise God. Hallelujah. When they sought to light the temple's menorah, it now it, it was a seven-branched uh, candelabrum uh, yeah, uh, where the menorah is, has nine branches to it, right. um, they found only a single cruise of olive oil that had escaped contamination by the Greeks. Miraculously, by the power of God, they lit the menorah and the one day supply of oil lasted for eight days. Yeah. Hallelujah. The oil did not dry up, <laughs> praise God, just like with Elijah. And um, until new oil could be prepared under the conditions of the ritual purity. If this event had not occurred, you know, Christianity may not have come about. That's how important it was. So we celebrate the Jews and we celebrate Hanukkah. Amen? And Christmas. Amen. They're like twins. (laughs) In the Bible, light has always been a symbol of holiness, goodness, love, knowledge, wisdom, grace, hope, and God's revelation of himself. Praise God. By contrast, darkness has been associated with evil, sin, death, and despair. God is light. Light is a common metaphor in the Bible. Let's look at Proverbs 4.18. But the, path of, but the path of the just is like the shining sun the shine, that shines ever brighter Sorry, onto, onto the perfect day. Amen. Into the perfect day. That perfect day is when Jesus comes mm-hmm. back. Uh, this symbolizes the path of righteousness as the morning sun. Hallelujah. Now let's look at Philippians 2.15. <clears throat> that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. Amen. We are children of the light. Mm -hmm. We are blameless and pure, shining stars in the sky. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus used light as a picture of good works. Matthew 5, 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. And let's look at Psalm 36.9. The light of God is our source, our life source. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Amen. Even though that's not the right verse. Oh, it's not? I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, it might not. 36.9, right? Yeah, maybe it is. Uh, I had another one. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. No, no, I got it. Aha! I I did 37. (laughs) Here we go. That's a good one, though. Um, For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. In your light, we see light. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. I love that. The fountain of life. The fact that God is light (laughs) sets up a natural contrast with darkness. If light is a metaphor for righteousness and goodness, then darkness signifies evil and sin. Let's read John 1.5, the Gospel of John. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not comprehend it. Yeah, the people that don't know the Lord don't understand Christianity right. and Jesus. It, does, it doesn't make sense that they're blinded because the God of this world has blinded them from seeing the truth of the gospel. But as we preach the word of God and, 
and tell people and proclaim Christ, their eyes will be open and they'll come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. Note that we are not told that God is a light, but that he is light. Light is part of his essence, as is his love. The message is that God is completely, unreservedly, absolutely holy, with no admixture of sin or no taint of iniquity mm -hmm. and no hint of injustice. I remember one time I was walking through a mall. What's a mall? Shopping mall. Shopping yeah, indoor shopping. <laughs> and I, I could look into people's eyes and see light or darkness. And uh, the truth of the matter is when you're a believer in Christ, there's light in your eyes, right? Because we have the light of life mm -hmm. inside of us. In him was life and life was the light of men. But if you don't know Christ, there's darkness there, right? What a contrast between light and darkness. If we don't have the light, we don't know God. We need the light, amen? amen? Those who know God, who walk with him, are of the light and walk in the light. We've been partakers of God's divine nature, hallelujah, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Let's read 2 Peter 1.4. Okay. By which you have, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. We're partakers of the divine nature. Mm -hmm. We have his nature dwelling in us. Therefore, if any person be in Christ, they're a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things are brand new. You have his nature dwelling in you. You have the likeness of God inside you. Amen? Sometimes I think we need to be more God inside minded. We need, yeah. we need to get the revelation that God dwells in, in us. Oh, yeah. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Let's read John eight twelve. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Jesus spoke seven I am's yeah. in the Gospels, and this is one of them, the light of the world. Mm -hmm. Wow. No wonder they wanted to crucify him, because he was calling himself the light of the world, right? But he was the light of the world because he was God manifested in the flesh. To follow Christ is to make progress. I like that. I mean, mm -hmm. as a Christian, you're making progress. You're getting going somewhere, right? And move forward in the things of God. Therefore, we can infer from this verse that Christians are meant to grow in Christ's likeness and to mature in their faith as they follow Jesus. Amen. I hope you're maturing in your faith as you're following Jesus. Praise God. The Lord spoke to me once through a man of God and said, you've got the ability, pastor, to build people in the body of yeah. Christ. And uh, when they receive that word that you preach, they'll grow in the things of God. Hallelujah. And that's what we're all about, guys. Growing in the things of God. Drawing closer to Jesus. God is light. And in his plan that believers shine forth his light, becoming more like Christ every day. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We don't belong to the night or to the darkness. I like that. Mm -hmm. Let's read First Thessalonians 5.5. 5. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. Praise God. God is the creator of physical light as well as the giver of spiritual light by which we can see the truth. Light exposes that which is hidden in darkness. You know, when you walk into a room and you turn on the light, what happens? Where does the darkness go? Disappears. Disappears. Yeah. <laughs> when Christians come around non-believers, they're releasing the light of God upon them. And some people may not realize what that is, but that's the anointing of God. That's the blessing of God. That's the light of God. Hallelujah. To walk in the light means to know God, to understand his truth, 
and to live in his righteousness. Jesus said that believers in him are the light of the world. A city set on a hill can't be hidden. And uh, one of my favorite cities in the world is San Francisco. And it is a city on the hill, mm-hmm. a light on the hill. And uh, the lights of San Francisco cascade over the bay mm-hmm. and the Bay Area. And Casey went to school there. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Now I want to give you seven ways the light of the gospel frees us up to serve and bless the Lord. Amen? All right, let's do the first one. The light of God brings gladness and joy into our lives. Psalm 9711. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Praise God. So light is associated with gladness and joy in our hearts. Praise God. And what a blessed time it is now this Christmas season. Uh, great joy has come upon the earth because Jesus Christ was born over 2,000 years ago in the city of where? <laughs> Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Hey, praise God. The city of David. The light of God, number two, brings spiritual life. It is the light of life. Let's look at John 1, 4. I think I quoted that earlier. Yeah, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Amen. Praise God. Number three, we've been delivered from darkness, and we dwell in the kingdom of his light. Colossians 1, 12, and 13. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. And that word conveyed really is transformed transferred us into the kingdom of his kingdom of light. Praise God. And we've been delivered from darkness as believers, never to return ever again to the darkness. Hallelujah. Number four, we're called to be candle lighters. I like that. How many people like candles out there? Mm -hmm. I love candles. Uh, I don't always light them. I mean, I like this when they have a nice fragrance, (laughs) but, but, but when they, when you light them though, they do smell beautiful. You know, they know they don't look as good, but, uh, (laughs) and, and candles are expensive too, uh, you know. But anyway, uh, so we're called to be candle lighters, bringing the light of the gospel to the nations. Hallelujah. Let's look at Isaiah 61 through 3. Okay. Arise, shine, your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and the deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And the Gentiles shall come to the, your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Praise God. You know, there's a, there is a darkness that's covering the earth right now, and uh, in the form of this pandemic, you know, and uh, a very evil thing. And it's affected the whole world. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know if you guys ever thought about that, but there's we're living in monumental times. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I don't know if this has ever really occurred in history like this. Not like this. Not like this. And um, still having to deal with these variants yeah. uh, of this virus, the mutations of the virus. But you know what? The glory of God is, co- is going to come and cover the earth right. and drive the darkness out. Yeah. And the glory of God will be seen upon us and all nations will be drawn to us right. because we know the living Savior. Amen. Praise God. Number five, the word of God is a lamp and light to direct our paths. Psalm 119.105. That's the longest <laughs> psalm in, in the book of Psalms. I think a lot of us have this one memorized too. Your yeah. word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Amen. That's why the word of God is so important. Thy words were found and I did eat them and they became the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Praise God. The word of God is living, powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, is discern of the thoughts and tents of the heart. Praise God. The word of God is alive and it brings spiritual life and spiritual light. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. The, number six, the message of the gospel is a message of light. 
and salvation. Second Corinthians four, four through six. Who minds who minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon on shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, Amen. and ourselves your bondservants for Christ's sake. For it is God who commanded light to shine out the, of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Christ. I love that in the faith mm -hmm. of Je in the face of Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ, the light of God appears. As we behold the Lord, mm -hmm. we become more like Him. Amen. Mm -hmm. Praise God, and we go from glory to glory, even into His very Amen. image. Hallelujah! And one day, the Bible says we'll, we'll see, see Him face, face to, to face, face, and we will be like Him. Yeah. Hallelujah! Praise God. All right. And number seven, as believers, we're in the light. And the blood of Christ continually keeps us clean and free from sin. 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Amen. I, I used to be a high school teacher and I was a chalk man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't use chalk anymore. They use magic markers or whatever. I don't Whiteboard. know. Expo. Whiteboards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But back in those days, I, I used my chalk. Chalk flying everywhere, you know. <laughs> and uh, the Lord gave me an analogy of when you're writing on a chalkboard, you know, you need a what? An eraser. An eraser, right? And so as you, in this life, we still sin, but as we sin, guess what? There's a giant eraser erasing that sin right behind you. And it's like it never existed. And it's continually happening. Mm -hmm. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. God is continually keeping us clean and righteous and holy before him. Hallelujah, man, I don't know. Get, that gets, gets me excited. So uh, the work is of the Lord. Right. It's not something we do, it's something he does. You know, the Bible says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. But really the word confess is homologeo in the Greek means to say the same thing. Agreed. So we say, we agree with God. Hey, I know I still sin, but I also know the blood of Christ has completely forgiven me forever and remove those sins forever. They don't exist in heaven and they don't exist here. Amen? Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Well, walk in the light and experience the Lord's blessing and goodness. Amen? Mm -hmm. Praise God. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you and praise you for the word of God. We thank you for the people that are viewing and listening to this broadcast. I pray they're being touched by the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord. We pray for those that don't know Christ. You're out there today and you're viewing and listening and you're thinking, you know, I don't think I'm a Christian. I don't really know the Lord. Uh, I want to ask Christ into my life. You can do that right now by praying a simple prayer. Pray this prayer and Christ will come into your life just as I did on a balmy night in Palm Springs, California at age 14. It forever changed my life. Pray this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. Forgive me for my sins. I turn from my sin and I turn to you. I want to live for you. I want to walk with you. I want to love you. I want to praise you all the days of my life. I invite you to be my Lord and Savior. In your precious name I pray. And for those believers, you're a Christian, you know it, but you haven't been walking with God. You, you just haven't been close to the Lord. And it grieves the heart of God. And he wants you to come back. He wants you to rededicate your life to him. That's the greatest, second greatest decision you can make. Receiving Christ and then rededicating your life. If that's you, would you pray this prayer? Lord, I know I'm a Christian. I'm born again, but I'm not close to you, Lord. And it grieves my heart. I want to come close to you, Jesus. I want to walk with you like the disciples walked with you. I want to be near to you. I want fellowship once again with you. I ask you, Lord, come near to me as I draw near to you. In Jesus' name I pray. 
Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I thought I was just going to say, um, it's when, if you don't know the Lord or maybe right. you think like, like, well, I don't know about me, you know, I, I think it's good to remember that the Lord, um, he created you, he understands you and he didn't call just one specific language or color or That's culture right. or country he called right. all, everyone. everyone. And, um, I encourage you to say yes to, to his call Amen. and he can use you right where you're at. Praise God. That's it right there. Amen. Good. good word. All right. Yeah. Hey guys, in this Christmas season, don't let it escape you every day. Read the message of the Christmas story. Yeah. Amen. And familiarize yourself with it over and over again. It's the most important message that ever came to the earth. Yeah. The birth That's of right. Jesus Christ. Amen. And the others would see your good works and your joy and glorify our Father in heaven. Praise God. Hey, we'll see you this week for my mini. I hope you like my mini broadcasts. The last one did really well. So blessings to you. We love you. And we bless you now in the name of the Lord. Thank you for listening to Light Words with Pastor Scott Huffman from Lighthouse Church Ministries. Join us every Sunday at 1030 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for a live broadcast on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle is LN Lighthouse. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next time.